you know, uh, I was really excited about this text until, like, my accountant called and was like, you owe money. I was like, no, you know, I'm throwing a fit. Um, but I, I really, um, it's funny, I do in theory think this is great, again, until that happens. Or recently, uh, a friend of mine, uh, uh, we went in together and bought a, a flat-bottom boat, and uh, he had to go, and he called me and said, i got to go uh, get the title and all that, and he calls me and tells me how much it was, and I was like, you've got to be kidding me. You know, We all have that kind of, you know, we, we want to just kind of, when we think about it, we think, yeah, yeah, that's good, and we like driving on good roads, and we like to have people out there that have uh, signs on their car that says to protect and serve, and I mean, there's a lot of different things we're really thankful for uh, until uh, sometimes like when it hits us personally, and then we're like, what? This is crazy. But anyway, you guys uh, know that feeling, and, and sometimes you might even say, you know, there are times where, and, and, and many of you would, or have even said that to me, where you struggle with politicians or you struggle with judges or you struggle with some a police officer and you have all these things uh, that you might be struggling with and you're thinking man I, I'm just not real I'm not a real big fan of this you know and uh, we also kind of think about in terms of authority in general as we talked about this morning we we're going to struggle with authority it's one of those things where uh you know, Adam and Eve in the garden, they rejected God's authority. And authority is something that we struggle with throughout our lives. And if we're honest, uh, at the heart of a lot of our rebellion is that, you know, we really do not want to live uh, under authority. And we try to find ways to do that. Um, Sometimes in the church, um, it's helped me a little bit when I think about uh, people in political authority or in roles of leadership and and I think about like that because you know in this country uh, some people say well I don't ever talk about religion and politics you know but they do you know they just might not do that in a public forum Uh, because everybody for 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 instance in in America a lot of times we kind of all have an opinion about those things Uh, it doesn't really sometimes it doesn't matter how little you know you can still have an opinion and it's considered valid you know and uh, it, it's interesting to me where, uh, and, and it, again, like I've seen a lot in the church where, you know, I might have spent, you know, 20 hours studying something and somebody just reads over it and their opinion and my opinion, hey, they're up for grabs, you know. It's kind of funny because that's just the way things kind of work sometimes. But in political things and in governmental things, uh, we, as, we, we really pride ourselves in being able to have a voice. And that's, that's helpful and we're thankful Uh, But at the same time, it's just something that that we have to kind of face and understand. And sometimes it's really difficult, again, on an authority level to deal with that. Um, I think it's also important just to say, you know, when we are dealing with issues of uh, people in authority over us, there's no doubt that we, um, if you've ever been in any kind of leadership role, you know that a lot of uh, leadership things are universal, and so yeah, we do have ideas and thoughts, and they may really be valid. And then sometimes it may be that we uh, we really don't understand the big picture, and so we can't see it. We're a little bit blind to that, and we think we can see it, but we really can't see it. And so it, authority is something that's difficult for Americans. It's something difficult for me at times. It's something that we we like to think of ourselves. Uh, really is in control of everything, and that's even harder uh, living in a Western world because that's how we grew up. Uh, yet I think it's just important to note this morning that, that when we look at this text, 
These are the words of God, and we are to take them seriously. We are to consider them. We are to listen and heed what is said before us. And so I hope you will do that this morning as we're looking at this text. Now, um, another thing just to kind of remind yourself is of is that uh, those in authority are given that role as a servant. And uh, they are called to live their lives in service, and that costs them something. It's, it's a real thankless job to be in that kind of role. And uh, again, as we look at this, I think it's helpful for us to think clearly and think critically about it. And so what we're dealing with primarily, though, today is how does a people that are citizens of a heavenly kingdom while living in this present world under an earthly kingdom, how are we to do that well? The, the real heart of this is that we are to live lives of worship. Every aspect of our lives are to be lived in worship and service to the king of the universe who has redeemed us. And the question always is, is first and foremost, how can I rightly represent the king of the universe? How can I live my life in service and worship to him? And then Paul says, okay, I want to show you how to do that. Practically speaking, there are people in authority over you in this earthly realm. How are you to do that well so that God is glorified and you uh, benefit others? That's really at the heart of that, right? And so we're trying to see that this morning. We have to keep that in our minds over and over. So if I was just to kind of nail down like today, what is this about? I would just say every person should, should submit to governing authorities and Paul gives us three reasons why. One, God put them there. Two, they protect and serve society. Three, they protect and serve the individual. And then at the end of this text today, Paul kind of gives you a practical way of how you should do that. One thing he identifies with us is just pay your taxes. You can start there. Sometimes we get in these big arguments and big thoughts about all this stuff. But at the end of the day, one thing that he says, look, you can walk away with this. Pay your taxes. That's one way that you can do that well. And, and certainly there's other things there. But I think it's just important for us to see that. So, again, we're studying this book. We're looking and saying, how can I practically live out the Christian life in this present age where there's all kinds of things going on around me that maybe I don't agree with. And, and, and for instance, I'm in this, this first century group, they are facing governing authorities that are just insanely difficult to deal with. Some of them later on, and, and, and some of them even in that time, would lose their lives at the hands of these people for them like identifying with Jesus. And so you just have to know that they're, they're really have, it, it's really hard for them. Some of us might say, well, this is difficult for me. I'm telling you, for them, it would have just been extremely difficult. And so you want to keep that in mind as we look through this together. So let's look at verse 1. Every person should submit to governing authorities, like we said, for three reasons. And the first one is, we're going to say, God put them there. That's what the scripture says. So verse 1 says, let every person be in subjection to governing authorities. And I just think it's important to ask this. Uh, sometimes you, you do want to ask, who, what, when, where, why, and how? Who? Every person. You know, what? <clears throat> Submit to governing authorities. Why? And that's what we're going to answer all the way through. But what's he saying here? To submit is to, you're saying, like, when you meet somebody in government <clears throat> and you talk to them, you say, they're, they're human, I'm human. They are frail like I am. They, their minds are 
may, they may be sharper than me. They may not be. Uh, they, they, they could, they, you could like make a long list of people that are in uh, places of authority. And you say at the end of the day, you know, like they're just like me. They just have a different place than I do, a different role. And, uh, but at the, at the end of the day, when I look at that, I say, okay, <clears throat> even though they're, we're equal because we're creating the image of God, their role right now puts me under their authority. That, that's kind of what you would say. So it's important for us to see that. Uh, they, they've been given a role of stewarding over uh, order in society. And so I am to willingly submit to them, be subject to them. And I, I would even add, like, I think because you look at the scriptures across the board, it's like not angrily do so, not with an attitude of uh, bitterness do I submit. I submit joyfully if I see rightly what is taking place here. I think, I think again, now you might say, well, Jared, I don't know. I didn't think about that. I'm, all I'm saying is, in light of my vision beyond that person, seeing it as part of God's plan, even if it requires some difficulty for me, or even if I may suffer in some way, there's a rejoicing in the Lord, I think, as I look at the present place that I'm in. And I think that's, there's a joy that, I guess you could say, that transcends whatever I might feel in that moment. So uh, we just need to keep that in mind. So, so what we're looking at is God put them there. Notice what the text says. For there is no authority except from God, and those that exist have been instituted by God. What does this mean? The Lord gives authority to whomever he wills. I mean, that, that's again, that's just an important thing. They're there as a result of the reign of God. God is ruling over all creatures and all their actions. Daniel 2, 20 through 22 says this. Blessed be the name of God forever and ever to whom uh, belong wisdom and might. He changes times and seasons. He removes kings and sets up kings. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to those who have understanding. He reveals deep and hidden things. He knows what is in the darkness and the light dwells with him. But I think it's just important that we understand that. Like God is working, overseeing. Uh, he, is the, he, he is ruling over this present age. We have to understand that. We have to see that. Uh, there was a king in the, the, the storyline of Daniel, in Daniel 4. Uh, he didn't fully understand that, but he got an education in that. In Daniel 4, 34 and 35, Nebuchadnezzar lifted up his eyes after uh, being this, this great ruler, one of the greatest rulers in, in world history. Uh, he, God sends him out to eat like a cow, uh, grass from the field, and then his reason returns to him. And he brings him back. It says, And my reason returned to me, and I blessed the Most High and praised and honored him who lives forever, for his dominion is an everlasting dominion, and his kingdom endures from generation to generation. And all the inhabitants of earth are accounted as nothing, and he does according to his will among the host of heaven and among the inhabitants of earth. And none can stay his hand or say to him, What have you done? God is exercising his will over the universe just important to know and those who are placed in power and taken out of power do so uh, at the hand of God now does God use ordinary means to accomplish that certainly 
He doesn't always just strike people down, right? But he, he does use ordinary means in that. But we have to understand that these people are here as a result of the hand of God. This at one level humbles you when you start thinking like, oh, you're so, you, you got somebody in office or you did this or you did that. There's a certain level where it's like that humbles you, kind of silences your, you know, arrogance about those things. And at the same time, keeps you from being insanely frustrated when things don't go your way. I mean, that's just a reality. It's helpful to know that, that there is a God. He reigns and he rules over all things in human affairs. And so uh, we need to understand that. And, and we do, I think as Americans, you have to kind of remind yourself sometimes, we have a struggle with authority and we need to be encouraged not to see our uh, place as, um, you know, like even though we do have a voice that ultimately... Uh, when there is somebody in authority over us, that we need to honor those people and treat them rightly. And I think that's, that's always a valuable thing to see. Um, we get to participate in the process. It's a wonderful thing to live in America and be able to participate in the process, to place people in power under God's sovereign hand and be a part of that. That's a, that's a, a blessing. I think it's also important, just because a side note to say... Um, one of the things of rightly understanding authority that we need uh, desperately in our world is for uh, us to even understand that God has placed authority, not just in governmental authorities, but authority all around us. If you're uh, a parent, you're, you have the authority over your child. If you are a husband, that you have a place of authority in your home with your wife, and she's to submit to that. There's a lot of things that the Lord's put in order. Even when you read in Ephesians where it talks about slaves being obedient to masters, it's, it, it reminds me today, because we don't live in that context of employee, employer relationships, and some of the things that are involved there where you come under someone's authority when you go to work for them, not that they have absolute rule, but you come under their authority, and that that all those things are not like somehow like escaped God, you know. Like he has an authority, an order, a structure, and these things are good. And I would add one other thing too. I think for children in a home, when they understand authority and in 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 that in really clear authority, you know, it prepares them for a life of living under authority. A lot of people say, you know, you kinda uh, pay now or pay later, you know. Sometimes people have this attitude of like, well, they're just kids. They just, kids will be kids. Well, here's the deal. Kids are to be adults, right? Kids, your goal with a child is that they become an adult. And not only that, a fully functioning adult. An adult that's a blessing. An adult that's serving. An adult that's giving their lives and being used for the glory of God and the good of others. Your goal is not to keep them a child, Right? And so you set up a structure of order and authority so that they understand that they have to live in a world with rules. And that's good. And so we celebrate the fact that God has not left us to just run wild. If, you allow, if God had left us to run wild, maybe that kind of mentality would be okay. But he's designed a world that we would be in that would be uh, with order. And because of our fallen condition, without structure and order... You have no idea the chaos that could ensue. Nobody needs to be free to run wild. And the more you have a tendency towards that or kind of abandoning any kind of rule or authority, uh, the greater your propensity uh, 
to do evil. So, okay, so every Christian should submit to governing authorities, first of all, because God put them there. Second, uh, to protect and serve society. Therefore, verse 2 says, whoever resists the authority resists what God has appointed, and those who resist will incur judgment. For rulers are not a terror to good conduct, but to bad. Would you have no fear of the one who is in authority? Then do what is good, and you will receive approval. Um... First of all, I just think it's important just to say, again, if you are resisting the authorities that God has instituted or appointed, then you are resisting God. And if you resist God, you will, and again, we could, we could like put a little caveat and say, well, hold on, let's talk about this, talk about that. We are talking proverbially about the fact that there are times, certainly we know that, that we might have to say, well, we got to think about this a little bit, but more, I mean, most of the time we could say, as we look at this text, you submit in a way that clearly shows that you are honoring and you are blessing those who are uh, called to lead you. Um, like I said, we, there may be a times where we could look at some things a little differently, but I think that's important to note. Rulers exist to keep order in a world filled with rebellion. People are by nature rebels. That's what the scripture teaches us. You are by nature, after the fall of Adam and Eve, uh, we were born rebels. We are by nature rebellious towards God and every other authority uh, that he has uh, given us. And so we understand that those who resist God's authority in this world, the authorities that he has set up, that those who resist them will face his judgment. And, and that's just something that you see. You can choose to say, I will live on the run from the, the generally from the law, you could say. But you, you will live the rest of your life in fear if you choose to do so. It, you will be in fear of those who are like police that come after to execute judgment. You could live in fear of those who are um, uh, the judge who will pronounce a judgment upon you. You could be, there's just a long list of ways that you might be in fear, but ultimately we have to understand that that fear comes because, and it's there to really preserve society, to keep people from doing what they ought not do. The role of government instituted by God is to bring fear in the hearts of those who do wrong, and and that would therefore punish or hurt the innocent the government protects and serves society by preserving uh, or, 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 or seeking to preserve peace and tranquility in this world so I think it's just important that we understand that he's spending a lot of time addressing that now here's the thing that's why I think Paul said earlier listen leave room for the wrath of God don't avenge yourselves like be at peace with everyone God is using in this present world, like a, a, he, he is, in, in, in his kindness to us, is using governmental authorities to execute his judgment in this world. And you can be thankful for that. And ultimately, uh, if you say, well, does everybody get caught? No, but they will be in the end. I mean, that's kind of one of the things. And that kind of leads us to the third thing. They protect and serve not only the broader society, but they protect and serve the individual. Verse 4. For he is God's servant for your good. But if you do wrong, be afraid, for he does not bear the sword in vain. 
For he is the servant of God and avenger who carries out God's wrath on the wrongdoer. So again, the governmental authorities are God's servant for your good. That's a very powerful thing. For your good. It's a blessing to you. Like I said, you see it on the side of a police officer's car to protect and serve. And generally speaking, that's what takes place. Generally speaking. Uh, and, and, you, and you're thankful for that. And you're saying, look, this is for my good. I, there, there's nothing like being in a place where you think that something really bad could happen to you. And then you see a police officer drive up. And you're like, whew, I mean, all is well. You know, I'm, I'm like I said, generally speaking, that is the case. We find there a lot of peace and uh, we, we're very hopeful. When I was a kid in high school, uh, I got to... to uh, high school one morning, walked through, went to this spot. It's probably about this size. And uh, I'm just standing there. Um, for some reason, I was a little bit early. And I was standing there watching just, I guess, the, everybody. And all of a sudden, this fight started. And there was like, within just a, maybe 30 seconds, 20 people fighting in, in front of me. And I'm like, you know, I think I was like ninth grade or something. And I was like, oh my goodness, you know, like I'm running to find somewhere. That's what I thought. But I just sat there in awe, like, what is going on? I mean, it was just insane. And, uh, and, and at that point, um, the principals show up. But I mean, they really could not control the situation. Police showed up. It was, ins- it was just the craziest thing. And then later, of course, what happened? We, they started a whole police department at Texas High School. Because they needed to ensure order. They wanted to make sure that people would not be in tr- uh, you know, they would not get hurt. They wanted a safe environment. And it's just one of those things, again, that you sometimes forget that, but you're really thankful for. And he's saying, they are God's servant for your good. But if you do wrong, be afraid, for he does not bear the sword in vain. What he's saying is that sword is not like, it's not uh, something that has no power. It will be used. The sword really is, is it it's all depends on what side of the sword that you're on. Uh, it's protecting the innocent if you're behind it. But if you're in front of it, it's attacking the evildoer kind of thing. And that's the way it's supposed to be. It's not the way it always is. It's the way that it's supposed to be. And so he says, this is for your good. You can sit there and say, this is for my good. And if you do wrong know this, this is what the Lord will do. And that's what we see. For he is the servant of God and avenger who carries out God's wrath on the wrongdoer. It's just a powerful thing to think about, that the wrath of God in the present age is executed in an orderly way through these governing authorities that he has placed in power. So, what do we learn? One, God instituted government. God uses government. I remember the first time when I read that, like, as his ministers. Is that crazy? It, 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 when you first think about that, you're just like, what? They are his servants being used of God. God put them there uh, to accomplish his work on earth. That's how he governs the world is through human governments. Uh, at some level, we would say, that's how you see that unpacking. They are given to us to protect the society and preserve it. They are also given to protect and serve the individual. 
So all of those things, you just say, man, those are great reasons to listen and hear and receive from the Lord this message. Then Paul also tells us kind of what we should do with that. And that's, that's another big thing because he says, therefore, one must be in subjection not only to avoid God's wrath, but also for the sake of conscience. For because of this, you also pay your taxes for the authorities are ministers of God attending to this very thing. Pay to all what is owed to them. Taxes to whom taxes are due. <clears throat> revenue to who revenue is owed. Re- respect to whom respect is owed. And honor to whom honor is owed. And so, what is he saying? He's saying, listen, in your heart, like in your conscience, not because just because you're afraid, but because you want to do right, then you do this. For the sake of conscience, you respond by giving your uh, taxes, paying your taxes, and honoring those whom you should honor. This echoes what Jesus said in Matthew twenty-two twenty-one. They said Caesar's. Then he said to them, Therefore render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God the things that are God's. So in this text, like when you're looking at it, you say, okay... I need a practical application. Sometimes people ask for that. I mean, I understand. Like, I, I should have a heart of, like, a submission, and I should not be out doing anything wrong, and I should, you know, obey the laws of the land. But he says, here's something really practical. Like, pay your taxes. I mean, just pay your taxes. Do what is right in that regard. I mean, God has, you could say, called these people to do this work. And it is real work. People kind of mess with like governments uh, and governmental agencies and people that work for the government. They mess with them uh, as they do preachers and a variety of other things. Anytime you're not doing a certain kind of work, you make fun of the other person. You know? But the deal is, is when you're looking at this and you're thinking about it, God has given them a role and they need to be provided for it so that they can accomplish it. It takes time, it takes uh, energy, it takes focus, it takes planning, it takes a lot of things. And it's really not, you could say, generally speaking, it's not a lucrative career. I mean, you might say, well, it can be if this and this and this. But I mean, generally speaking, when you look at salaries, it's not like they're making like crazy amounts of money. What he's saying is somebody's got to exercise these this role somebody's got to be employed in doing it and so you pay your taxes because it's the right thing to do and you know it's the right thing to do and it it requires uh, a lot to just do it if you were just to say I'm just going to try to help with the defense budget or I'm going to help with like the local police force or whatever that's not what we're supposed to do but generally speaking like if you were to look at those budgets you would think man, it takes an insane amount of money to do these things. Like we can't even, it's hard to fathom the amount of money. It's staggering what it takes to to handle all the things that a government handles. And again, you may or may not agree with some of the things that they do handle. But at the end of the day, even the things that they're supposed to do, you think that it's staggering the amount of money that is required to do what they're supposed to do. And so we have to look at that and think about that and consider that and be faithful in the area of, 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 of paying, for instance, our taxes and, and also to honoring. There, there's kind of this idea of respect and honor. That, that's something that um, I, I do sometimes wonder if people should guard their tongues more. Not, not that you're going against the freedom of speech, not saying that people can't openly share 
or openly explain like their position on a particular thing. But there's a way of honoring those who deserve honor. There's a way of doing that where you're showing respect to people who have a place of authority that is placed over you. And that's something we should do and we should gladly do in light of what we know about what God has given us and the way that God has instituted these things and put things in order. And so I think it's important that we see that and we understand that. Now, I do want to say, like, are there times that people waste money? Yes. Do y'all ever waste money? You know? Have you ever tried to fix something and you broke the thing more than, it, you know, like you, oh, why, why has Ben got his head down over there? But like, why, I mean, like he, <laughs> I could see <laughs> Ben. Anyway, but like you start working on it and you're like, man, are you kidding me? Like this messed up. And then you try to fix it a little bit more and you're like, it's messed up. It's worse than it was when I started. And not only that, like they've got cameras on me watching me as I do it, you know, kind of thing. It's like you think about if you tried to handle really big problems in the world and you tried to fix this one and then you fix that one and every time you fix a problem, a bigger problem kind of came out of that, which is something that happens sometimes when you try to do that. I mean, you think about that reality. Certainly there's money wasted in a wrong way. And there's sometimes money wasted trying to do the right thing, and it just went wrong. But I think when we look at all those things, I think we say, okay, God has, has placed these people in authority. They are given this, this role, and we ought to say, okay, that's a hard job. There are real difficult things. It's a lot easier to sit as an armchair kind of quarterback and be able to say, this is what I would do. It's always easier to do that. You always have a better vision sitting in your chair doing nothing, right? It's always like a better vision that way. But what we have to do when we're looking at this, we say, okay, we are to pay our taxes. We're to honor those that have that role. Uh, We are to seek to see blessing come to them. And we are to look for ways that we can, uh, I think, strengthen and build up uh, the government that we are a part of. And so many of us do that in a variety of different ways. And I would say you continue to think in that regard, how can we bless Uh, and and build up and strengthen um, those who have such an important role in God's working out of the things in this world. And so uh, today, again, I know as you look at this, there are going to be things where you say, well, hold on, I got a question, I got a question, I got a question. There's a lot of questions that come to my mind. I know there's a lot of bad decisions. I know there's a lot of things where you say, man, I wish they hadn't done that that way. I know there's horrendous things that happen. But in reality, God has put this together And in a fallen world, it's never going to be perfect. But in its imperfection, God is working out his plan. And we can trust that. So let's pray together. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you that submitting to governing authorities is right. It is good. We thank you because we know in your wisdom, this is how you work to accomplish the the, um, keeping this world together in, in, in its broken state. And we know that it's fair to pay our taxes and to provide for the support for people to do their jobs that they're called to do under your hand. And we praise you for that. In Christ's name, amen.